Anyways, guys, welcome to the Raw Smack, our first episode. <laughs> I just, really? <laughs> you fuck, how do you do this every time we do something together? Friend versus friend, stuff on your channel, stuff on my channel. Anytime just, we record something out. together, you it always do this. It's annoying. The, I'm going to adjust the audacity just a Why? little bit. Were you too loud? It is spiked. We turned it, we turned it down a it, little bit. Yeah, okay. mine's going to probably it's do okay, the same though. thing. It's okay. This, this but, uh, is the first episode. We have a baseline of what to mess yeah, with anyway. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, like I said, it is the first episode, and we are kind of really just uh, diving into it. Uh, we've talked a little bit on, like, the name where we came up with the raw smack. Cody thinks it's a <laughs> window for dirtiness. I'm still trying to figure out how, uh, except for the <laughs> thought of the raw smack on the ass. But, uh, yeah, so... <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> Let's not uh, let's not go there. We're gonna start a weekly podcast talking about uh, this past week's episodes of Monday Night Raw and uh, Friday Night SmackDown. Maybe down Fox. the road doing episodes for each one that maybe will be way down the road. We're we got a bunch of stuff we're both yeah we, we working on about a lot of stuff. Uh, right now we're just gonna do it all together down the road. You know we might split them up. Uh, there's talks that you know we might do NXT. We can get into that. Um, Maybe AEW, probably not, AEW. because every time I've tried... To... I'm waiting. It's like... Look, AEW, for me, has not found itself as a show that's going to be here in the next 10 years, and I'm not going to start a podcast on something that I don't think is going to last itself. So, I, it's Well, gonna... it's beating NXT right now, but that's really not saying much because yeah, it's not yeah, WWE. It's, it's really not. So, uh, But we'll, we'll let that ride. I would say for AEW, probably about a year, year and a half, see where that's at. Uh but for right now, yeah, like I said, we're just concentrating on Monday Night Raw and Friday Night SmackDown on Fox. Anyway, uh, you get the lead off Raw because I have no notes on that. I watched uh, it, but I didn't take notes on it because it was so boring. There, there, there really isn't much to this past week on Monday Night Raw. Uh, Drew McIntyre is still out with COVID. Uh, he's supposed to be back next next week, though, this Monday. So we're looking forward to that. Not so much, you know, Goldberg, but... Uh, we're looking forward for him to be back. Uh, I think it was just a down show because they were like, well, our champ's out, so who gives a shit? Well, anyway, <laughs> you know, but, uh, I, I do know the first segment. I know what we're starting with. We're starting with El Randy. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> Luchador <laughs> Randy. <laughs> <laughs> with that terrible makeup. Uh, I don't I don't think he was supposed to wear a mask. I, I think they realized that the makeup guy's makeup was so bad that they probably. turned a random mask in the back probably. inside out because it looked That's like inside out. That's what I'm saying, like, it's not the fact that he's wearing a mask. I have no issue with that. There's been plenty of wrestlers who have uh, had storylines that where they've got where they injured. wear a mask after injury. Um, yeah, exactly. And there's some. Uh, who was it? I think his name was Johnny Nitro. Was that his name? With uh, John Morrison when he got his uh, nose, his face kicked in. Uh, Nitro was Morrison. Mercury was the Mercury. other day. No, it's Mercury. Sorry. Yeah, Nitro. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, that's been a while since I brought up that name. Morrison was Nitro. Uh, but yeah, yeah, he wore the uh, nose guard when he broke his face. But anyways. Uh, or or, or uh, Cody Rhodes when he was wearing uh, the face guard when he was like beautiful Cody Rhodes. He got yes, injured. Yes, and he yes. had his weird face guard. <laughs> uh, well, oh, my God. All the memories bring you back. Or, and there's even older ones than that. But, oh, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. uh, but uh, it, the mask, it was just horrible. You could tell well, it turned out inside out mask. And it looks like they came in and was like, Hey guys, let, let's cut the nose out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, I've seen Luchador masks like that. I just think they they found one in the back. Yeah, Maybe one of the other like Luchadors had the it. Nose out. That's what it looks like. But, it looks like they took something and just scraped it. It just out. looks like it's turned inside uh, out. 
But it just like, the stitching looks weird. It looks weird to me. Like they me just wrong. don't get me wrong here. I give full creds to WWE on trying to do a storyline like this. Uh, I, I don't want. <laughs> well, no, no, they've had some terrible storylines, and this is still a bad one. But I don't think it's good. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's good, but it shows that they're attempting, and that's that's the start of something that could be beautiful and could bloom. At the same time, it could crash and burn. So, uh, but the whole segment was just terrible. Uh, I don't think you know, Randy it, is a good slow talker. I think Randy is a good, I'm going to come out here, kick your head in, RKO you, beat the shit out of you. Uh, but I, when he slow talks, like, I can't help but just to laugh at everything he says. Well, I couldn't la- stand to laugh because he's, like, trying to portray, like, a deranged and broken man. And I'm like... Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, the entire time I'm laughing because it's just so bad. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And you may like stuff like this and maybe say it's like the start of something different. This is the type of stuff I actually hate the most. I'm not saying because it's don't just so hokey. I, I I really don't, but it it shows that they're trying different things, which means they might land on something that we all do like. <laughs> that, that, no, that, that that's a horrible way of thinking because that's the same type of thinking that like the Attitude Era was. Like, okay, people Look, like to I, think of the Attitude Era as something good. I think it's the most overrated wrestling era of all time. The main event was good, but almost everything else was terrible. I I want to have hope. Okay, it's the, it's the kid, it's the wrestling <laughs> fan inside of me. I want hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the hope back. is called SmackDown and no, NXT. Right, that we're gonna get back to those good old days. Uh, upon from that, uh, not too much happened with him just talking and awkwardly watching footage of himself getting flamed in the Burned. face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that just, he, he's watching and I'm like, why are they showing you this? And even on the screen it says three weeks ago. And I'm like, <laughs> you tell me, Randy was like, hey, I want you to edit this, put three weeks ago in front of it, and then let me watch it. Yes. Yeah, that's one thing I just don't understand about wrestling. It's like, yeah. like what the hell? <laughs> Like, that doesn't like, make talk sense. about it. You didn't have to show. And I understand they want the context there for people who, like, go in and out watching the shows or people who just forget what happened. Uh, so oh. that they, you know, <laughs> they see everything. But the whole the whole segment was just, just it was something else. You know, I, I can't even call it dumb. There's not a word for it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was unique. I'll give them that. It was uh, unique. But, Uniquely uh, dumb for me. But yeah. <laughs> uh, Upon from that. Uh, moving on from Luchador Randy, uh, I want to talk about Charlotte Flair. And oh why, yeah, that, was that the next match? And why I just actually, if I had notes, what? I know what the note would be. That was the best match of the night, which says a lot about the night. Did you say the best? Yeah, I, I don't remember the other matches, but um, this is the only one I remember off the top I mean, of my head. Alexa Bliss and Oscar's match was better than that. Oh. <laughs> I no. It I, was a show match. I, I, but, when no, we get okay. to that, we'll get to okay, that. Okay. Let me let me explain my side of watching the Charlotte Flair uh, match. The first match, by the way, not the uh, or no, their tag team match was on SmackDown. Take that back. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, was about to I say. have all my notes in front of me. I, I, I just I, watched I, SmackDown, so it's still fresh in my head. But I have okay, a back so, and front uh, sh- page and another half page. Oh of damn! Smackdown. I have like three fourths of a page for both. <laughs> anyway, I kind of went overboard with SmackDown. Uh, I think I will next week. It's just uh, I've been busy this week, so I, I kind of had to roll through it. Anyways, uh, so Charlotte Flair uh, faced off against uh, Peyton Royce. Uh, one, it was a terrible match. Uh, there was a bunch of mess ups, a bunch of where you're like you're watching and going, "Yep, I set it up. I set that up. I set, yeah, like it was just it was absolutely." 
and it's Charlotte. It's Charlotte. And now, don't me wrong. I'm not saying Peyton Royce didn't have any wrongs in this match. Uh, we'll get to that part. But uh, Charlotte's been on NXT. You know, she's recently back. She's having this huge feud with Lacey Evans. Uh, you know, screwing her dad, Ric Flair. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Oh, there's no, no, no confirmation. No, no, no. We're, we're going to get to that, too. We're going to get to that, too. Uh, but <laughs> I was about to say, they had a backseat match, segment. You can tell that Charlotte is like, I don't know if she's slowing down or if she just hasn't been training, but... Uh, you know, she's moving slow. She's botching moves, uh, making it look bad, ruining the pace of matches. Uh, there was a couple, like, when uh, Peyton Royce threw her into the turnbuckle and she did the whole, I'm going to flip over the turnbuckle, land on the side ring, and then spear you through the ropes. Uh, the whole setup of that was terrible. Like, watching it, it was so slow. It was very, Honestly, very bad. What? I think what what makes a lot of these, like, botches, and this is especially on Raw, mm-hmm. but it's, it's both because it's an entire presentation. Because uh, I think if I remember correctly, when I was watching Raw, I noticed that the camera work and the guys in the production booth, in the amount of times they changed camera angles, yeah, in, in just that's, a that's dumb a way, that I think now. you're starting to see all the botches <laughs> or the close hits. So it's yeah. looking like worse than what we're probably yep. even used to. Because it yes. used to be like, oh, yeah, there's a couple angles like back when we used to watch wrestling. And even before that, you'd get like two angles at most. It's like... you're. You got fucking Kevin Dunn in the production truck being like, "Hey, let's uh, change uh, change uh, angles like eight times in like two seconds and disorient you." You know, fuck yeah. if you care what's happening in the match, but you're uh, you're gonna be like, "Oh, yep, yep." Let's let's look at all these angles. But yeah, uh, another point of that match, uh, there was a part where Charlotte is supposed to put uh, Peyton Royce's foot up on the rope and then stomp her knee. Uh, to you know, have that. Oh, I heard that. That was match. all on Peyton Rice. Uh, she couldn't keep her fucking leg on the rope. I, I blame both of them, and this is why I said it, it goes on both of them. But uh, I blame both of them for that because one, uh, when Charlotte put her foot up there, she didn't get it. Uh, like she put it up there, but like half, like willingly, half ass. She yeah. yeah, she put it half ass. But Peyton Royce had like no flexibility to just do it herself. Yeah, well, like it was just a bad angle. They should never have done that. Like Peyton Royce is a lot shorter than Charlotte. And to have her put her foot up like that on the second rope, <laughs> it was just, I don't know. it was just bad. Um, yeah. Overall, the, the whole match was just uh, it was bad, and the whole uh, Rick and Lacey again, uh, you know, crap. This is so dumb. So, so dumb. Uh, anybody who's been watching the last few weeks, uh, Lacey Evans has had this new love affair for Rick Flair. And, hey, hey, hey. Uh, we don't know if they're doing anything freaky, but it's Ric Flair, so they're definitely doing something Rick, freaky. And Ric Flair, he's playing with it. He screwed his daughter out of a match, tripped her, caused her to lose. Uh, honestly, like, you watch it, and it's cringeworthy because the whole, uh, you know, Rick's like, oh, yeah, this young thing. And then Lacey's out here like, yeah, oh, Rick, oh, my God. Uh, but if anybody, if you, I know the backstory of Lacey. Uh, I know. You I don't know. understand. I don't like this character for Lacey. She can just either. be herself. I don't either. Exactly. But anyway, you got. I'm assuming uh, you're going to talk a little bit about her backstory, like who she is as a person, like well, yeah, what she did know, before wrestling. Uh, her and her family, they own a farm. They're the farmers. Uh, I don't know if they do it now, but uh, before the COVID stuff was happening, uh, her and a, her husband and I believe their daughter, uh, all traveled in an RV together to all the shows. They went everywhere yeah. together. So like. She's perceived well, as a, in, you know. Uh, oh, I thought you. I thought you were going to actually talk about her background. Background, like she's so an ex-marine. Mil- yeah, yeah, she's she's an ex-marine, so she has military background. And everything, 
Uh, and that's at least I think it was Marine. Yeah, she's she's ex US military. It's Marine, but uh, like she can kick people's asses, exactly. and she's got this stupid and, Southern Belle thing. And no, and I'm I'm completely okay with the Southern Belle. Thing. I don't I I don't I, I don't like but, it. I think uh, it's the dumb. Whole, or trying to make it look like she's sleeping with Rick. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. I, no, I understand they're trying to get a a storyline and you know a fight between Charlotte and Lacey, but. Uh, it's WWE called it. Vince Russo to write their show again. It's, That's it's, what's this is what this forced. feels like. This is pure. It, it, this this is attitude era, plain and simple. <laughs> Stupid like oh uh, affairs. Vince Russo, uh, you know, constantly watching Jerry Springer and basically turning Raw into Jerry Springer. Yeah. This is exactly what this was. Like yes, uh, I, I, I tuned out every time I watch it. Yeah, every time Charlotte comes out now, I know they're going to have something to do with Lacey and Rick, and I'm like, it just uh, after a week of it, it's already getting old. It was funny the first week. Uh, the second week, I was like, all right, guys, let's just have a match and get this over with. And, Rick, you can go back home. Uh, this <laughs> is the third week now. He should be home. He's fucking old. Right. And, and, uh, this, we have a pandemic it. that kills old people, yeah. and he's out here yeah. fucking on Raw. It's uh, it is it's so bad. dumb. It is just straight up bad. <laughs> um, upon from this, uh, I want to get into Matt Riddle. Oh, oh, uh, now, yes. I, I'm going to be honest with everybody or anybody who's watching this podcast. Uh, I don't like Matt Riddle. I think he has a dumb character. Uh, I, this is I, where I can pipe in once you're done. I know what you're going to say, and I agree. Like, and then he had some good matches in NXT. He's, no, he's no, 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 no. Well, not just that. That's not. That's not what I was going to be uh, in. I, I agree, hundred yes. percent. He has a shitty character, yes. which makes no sense because I know this guy can legitimately kick the ass of like a fourth to half the people on the roster. Yes. Because he has uh, an actual mixed martial arts now, fucking background. This is where I want to get into this, and WWE's kind of shot itself in the foot here. Uh, <laughs> no pun intended. They this past week has <laughs> oh. proven. Why why Matt Riddle should be wearing shoes. Okay, so I, I know what you're about to talk about. So we're talking about uh, where the Hurt Business came out, and Bobby Lashley was supposed to, like, stomp on his foot, and the camera guy can't even yeah. do the one simple thing and just show the upper half of their body and shows that Bobby Lashley was, like, a foot away from yep. fucking Matt Riddle's foot. And I'm like, yep. wow, I bet you you got fired. I bet you Vince was so pissed off. And it's funny because, like, he comes out here and he has this, like, ankle thing on and everything, and I'm like, Bro, they stopped. They stopped your toes. You know, fake, fake stomped your toes, not your ankle. <laughs> he had his foot wrapped up, not even his toes, his ankle. Uh, but yeah, just like I said, just a quick jump on the foot there. Uh, it was dumb. It's a dumb storyline. Uh, I, <laughs> the whole storyline with Matt Riddle and the Hurt Business is just, uh, it's something that needs to get re- resolved and be on its way. <laughs> you know, it's weird. And if we're, if we're going to talk about why we're doing this and yeah. something, uh, I like stopped watching wrestling for like an entire year. I think we'll call 2020 the lost year for just, not just, you know, a lot of people because of just the year it was, oh, yeah. I didn't watch any wrestling in 2020 except for like the first couple pay-per-views, which I was over at your house before everyone yep. was like, Hey, you're not allowed to leave. And we were hanging out and I watched yep. a few pay-per-views. I wasn't even watching Raw or SmackDown. I haven't been watching Raw and SmackDown for close to a year and a half. And, you know, I heard something about Bobby Lashley, MVP, and uh, who who else is in the heart business? Um, uh, Shelton uh, Benjamin, and then... It was uh, Shelton Benjamin, uh, yeah. They yeah. have a newer, it, younger guy in there whose name I cannot remember. 
But I'm like, oh, you know, I heard I heard some things and people were calling it like the new the the new new day. And I'm like, oh, that's gonna be dumb. And I'm watching. I'm like, eh, her business is not really like this is nothing to do. With, like maybe the original like new. No, no, no. I can see what they meant, and they're talking about the way the new day was portrayed. The first week they were a thing before they became the shaking their ass thing that they oh. do. Oh, you mean when they were like, oh hey, we're like a big tag team. We're gonna wreck this roster. And then next yeah. week they came out and went, with our asses. It's, they, they were basically... <laughs> but anyway, I, I can sort of see it. But even then, I actually like the Hurt Business, which is weird to say because I don't like Bobby Lashley. I think he he's a terrible oh, wrestler think, now. I think they have great potential to be one of those, like, uh, always going to remember tag teams. But yeah, with the yeah, way yeah. WWE is writing their stories, it's not mm-hmm. going to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, upon from that, sorry, I just got a tweet there. Ah, upon, <laughs> oh, that reminds me. I should probably turn off my notifications so that doesn't yeah, get on muted. the mic. Uh, upon from that, uh, moving on to Alexa Bliss, uh, AKA the new fiend. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> uh, I have a love hate relationship with what's going on with this right oh, now. Oh, I definitely do as well. Um, it is love and hate one moment i love it the next minute i hate it with all my passion see she had her segment with randy and i'm like oh this is stupid uh they're ruining the fiend and then they had this whole ordeal with oscar and i'm watching you going this is pretty cool you know they're having their match and all of a sudden alexa bliss is oh, doing oh, oh are we skipping over like most of the stuff in the middle like are, are we just gonna hit the major points because their match was the main event wasn't it what else did we miss I don't know. That's the problem. I didn't take fucking notes. I know there was a bunch of shit in between, but it was such a boring show. Uh, okay, so uh, I will admit this. I watched this on Hulu, so stuff has been cut out. Well, to be fair, a lot of that could have been cut out, so that makes sense that this is all you remember. I actually watched it, and I wasted three hours of my well, life because okay, so I watched like, it live. Okay, uh, I guess we could have better explained this uh, coming into the intro of this podcast. Uh, so when we're looking at this stuff, uh, I'm looking for stuff that's going week to week basis, uh, or sorry, like a constant storyline. <laughs> I'm, I'm not so much going to look at, like, I'm not going to be like, Hey, these guys had this match this week that, you know, they weren't feuding last week. They're not going to be feuding next week, but this is what happened. <laughs> Maybe I'm just so spoiled. Cause most of the stuff in SmackDown, there at least is an overarching week to week stuff. I'm looking uh, at my notes and yeah, most I, of the I stuff. Have, will... I have, look, look, I'll explain this to you. Uh, I have four lines for raw. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, look, if you can see it here, let it, I, I can't. Oh, there raw? we go. Oh my God. Your handwriting's so much Smackdown. better than mine. My handwriting's raw? so shit. Smackdown. <laughs> and then there, there's me that has a, an entire 8 by 11 where both sides are covered. And then another, oh, next actually, week no, like call that. full page next of week another half. Like, that. like I said, I, I've, I've been busy with a bunch of things this uh, past week. But anyway, anyway, but, uh, I'll, let, I'll let you continue because so you're, you're leading the Raw. The whole ordeal of uh, the lights going out, her popping up in a different outfit, I thought that was kind of cool. Um, and then doing the whole, she did the sister Abigail. Uh, I thought that was really neat. And she, it kills me because like, I'm not joking. You guys here. I legit thought Bray Wyatt was wrestling for a second. 
<laughs> she nailed that move so perfectly. It, it like it it gave me goosebumps. Like I'm getting goosebumps talking about it now. I, are, I, are we talking about the sister Abigail, right? Yes. Where she did she actually yes. did it better than Bray, in my yeah. opinion. I the whole she did that. She did the uh, looking backwards off the uh, the corner of the ring and everything. Uh, she like nailed it. I, I give Alexa Bliss complete credit. Uh, she had pa- that down to a T. Pardon me wants to think this is like a, still an overarching story, and they're finally doing what people wanted to do when he was in the normal Bray Wyatt, and she's actually possessed by Sister Abigail. Like, we're, we're still in that whole storyline. Because people okay were like, people were like, <laughs> oh, we want Alexa Bliss, or we want Paige, or we want someone to be, you know, a, a Sister Abigail on, this, on the roster. And I get the feeling that's actually what Alexa Bliss is. And, and this is right. just an overarching story. In a weird way, uh, Bray or uh, I don't I don't know Bray's actual name. I, I know he's he's, he's a rotunda, uh, but uh, he's like the new Mick Foley in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah. He's got so many personal like he's got uh, so many at, gimmicks I that look work. At Bray to be the new Mick Foley slash Undertaker. I, I see. I don't want to compare and, him to Undertaker because uh, the I'm Undertaker. Not Undertaker. And, uh, when I say Undertaker, I know a lot of people are gonna look at this and go, "Oh, you're you're, you're stupid for thinking that." Uh, no, do I think Bray Wyatt's going to amount to what the Undertaker has done in his career? Uh, no, that's a hefty load for anybody coming into WWE or that's there now uh, to take on. No one's ever going to touch that. But I'm looking at the long term of uh, I think he could be there as uh, Vince's go-to guy. You know, hey, I need you this week. You're there. I think he's going to be there for a while. And I think he has those characters that, you know, 30 years down the road, people are going to still t- be talking about with WWE. Hopefully, I don't know. I see. I, I would like to think that, but considering just the ratings and in general, a lot of people just aren't watching anymore. Yeah. I don't know if people will be talking about the Fiend or Bray Wyatt, which I I actually like the Bray Wyatt character a little bit more. As much as I like the Fiend, I think the Fiend has uh, way higher high points, but I think Bray Wyatt as an overall was uh, that type of character is uh, a temporary character that you know uh, I think they have overexposed in yes, certain yes. areas. I think um, they have a lot of people overexposed, and that's one of uh, wrestling's exactly. biggest problems. And that's why, like, the Undertaker's character was so great back then. And the issue today, and I hate calling it an issue because social media is a wonderful thing. It gets things out Whoa, there. Wow, that makes it even worse. Uh, that makes it, yes, I know where you're going. The thing with the Undertaker back then was, you know, you didn't have people, you know, tweeting, hey, I saw the Undertaker at a supermarket, and he wasn't dressed up in dark clothes and haunting souls. The Fiend's supposed to be in hell right now, but I guarantee you somebody's snapping pictures of you know Bray Wyatt you know sitting out on his porch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's not in hell, he's uh, taking time off. We know he has a newborn baby. You know, not a new newborn, but we know he has a new kid, you know, it's a few months old now. I think that's just uh, that's just a problem with modern wrestling. Like at least back then there was yeah. an illusion that you could at least act like it did. It wasn't real, even why, if you knew it wasn't. That's why there will never be another character like Undertaker. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, getting back to Alexa Bliss, because uh, we're getting off there. Undertaker's just, uh, yeah, yeah. we could spend days and days talking maybe, about Maybe him. we'll have an episode where we'll talk about Undertaker, because while maybe we, we'll we're do, doing like, these the reviews the weekly, because... Well, may, uh, I, I know we were talking about maybe weekly we'll have our reviewed, and we'll also, as another episode, uh, talk about a random subject... And I put forward, you know, a few others. But anyway, let's get on. This is a review uh, episode, so we'll, we'll get on with the review. Definitely. Hmm. You okay there? Possibly. I might be a little angry. 
Why? My uh, NVIDIA recording might have did what it did months ago. Stop? No. Switch to the other screen. <laughs> oh no. Uh, hold on. And maybe this not. is nope, nope, nope. maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. Okay. As Raw okay. as Raw no, has no, no face cam for you. Okay, okay, so uh I've never noticed this, but when I hit record on Nvidia, it pops up the little green dot right at the bottom right corner. It's on both. Oh, okay. So, well, we'll, we'll find we'll, out we'll the end of this. You'll, you'll... Anyways, 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 sorry. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I might just cut that all out. I don't know. Yeah, we'll just... Uh, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, wow, error error screen happened. I wonder what happened there. Uh, anyways, uh, back to it. <laughs> uh, Alexa Bliss's match, uh, overall, it was, it was a fine match. You know, it turned into like a show ending, of course. Uh, her hitting the sister Abigail on uh, Asuka uh, was pretty good. I liked Asuka in it because like... She generally, like, looked like, oh, shit, what's going on? Like, they didn't tell her what was going on. <laughs> uh, but hitting that, and then the end of the show with uh, uh, Alexa looking right at the camera and perfectly matching the uh, let me in. <laughs> uh, it, it legitly, like, I, I had to sit back, and I was like, well, damn, you, you can come in anytime you want. <laughs> and that's not because she's hot that's because generally like i was afraid you know i couldn't say no to her <laughs> you're afraid oh no i'm sorry i could i alexa bliss is like five nothing weighs like 140 pounds tops. i know i know trust me like it, you wouldn't think uh that's why the whole they like love like trial or love uh angle they were doing a couple years ago with uh braun was so hilarious like yeah. braun would fucking kill her yeah i mean look at Shaq, and i think it's his wife now <laughs> i don't know anyway so yeah that was basically uh what i think was the best part of raw there was some other stuff on there um but we're, we're like i said we're looking at the main points uh if there's gonna be a if there's a match that happens that's not like a week to week thing, or a weekly thing I should say. Uh, but it's a good match. Yeah, we're gonna bring it up. But uh, this past week on Raw, it's <laughs> it overall uh, wasn't that great. Uh, some of the matches were crap. Uh, they wrestled bad. Uh, but do you want do you want to give it a a, um, a a grade once you're done, like one out or like something out of ten? Um, I'll let you finish your tangent. You know what? Uh, just because the ending of it was so cool with Alexa Bliss, uh, C minus. I normally say D. <laughs> it was a bad show. Oh, you're but... you're gonna give it a letter grade? Uh, yes, not, not... yes, we're giving it a letter grade. Uh, oh damn! I was gonna I was gonna give it a star grade. You know, three stars out of ten or something. Uh, for doing that, so we have to be like uh, out of five stars. And if that's the case, like, ah, uh, nah, because out of five stars, you can make a three star seem good. That that's why I like using out of ten because it's like okay. Right, I've always looked at it. it I always looked 10, at it being if, if we're five give it being out average. Of a 10, uh, I'll give it a six. Five is our, I'll give it a six. You, and for the reason you say it's an above average uh, show. Now, now let me explain myself why I give it a six. Uh, one, like I said, the ending was great. That match was great. The whole lineup with Sister Abigail and her saying "Let me in." This, uh, this is what happens when you watch the Hulu version. Legitly, God, <laughs> exactly, and that's why I said I watched the Hulu version. So uh, that's why I'm explaining that you know I didn't watch every single match. Now, next week, since Cody has greatly gave me his login for a uh, one of the streaming services. Yeah, streaming services. 
Uh, we won't say which one because, you know, we don't advertise for free. No. Anyways. Hey, uh, unless you want to give us, uh, you know, money to advertise your streaming service, I will not say no because I am poor. Yeah, but then we have to tell them what streaming service it is so they know. What? Any streaming service. I have no loyalty to the one I use. <laughs> Anyways. You, uh, YouTube TV wants to give me money. Fubo. Uh, what's the other ones? A Sling? Um, uh, between? Hulu TV? <laughs> oh, actually, you know what? No. Okay, I have to take that back. Uh, see, my problem is with the Charlotte Flair match is most of it deleted because it was such a terrible match. Uh, I'm going to give it four <laughs> stars. Uh, and the reason for that being is there was a point in the match where Peyton Royce did a spin kick to Charlotte Flair's stomach outside the ring oh. by the table and charlotte yeah, flair just like continued about. on like it never happened anyway she knows sold it uh yeah exactly and it was terrible because it connected uh anyway so i'm gonna give it four stars i take that back uh that image just popped in my head and ruined my night uh <laughs> but and it's only getting four stars because of the alexa bliss stuff and i just thought it was funny with the matt riddle foot stop <laughs> <laughs> yeah see okay <clears throat> so I, I let nick basically run the raw half because I watched this at the beginning of the week. Uh, we're recording this on Saturday. I don't yes. remember most of it. And as he's talking, I'm remembering it. And as he's talking, I'm remembering how much I hated Raw. Yep. I'm pretty sure if I grab my uh, my phone and look at the old messages I was sending him Monday night, I was basically complaining the entire time about this fucking he show. Was. He really was. <laughs> I was just so bored <laughs> for three hours. <laughs> I just this show is a three a three at best because of some of the parts that made me laugh and I'll agree the final angle was okay I would have said and uh, as much as I don't like Riddle uh, Riddle is the reason I give it four Uh, just because the whole foot stomp and coming out there with an ankle wrap not a toe wrap uh, just absolutely (laughs) cracks me up and shows me how dumb his character is I would just say that's just how dumb WWE is they're like hey we need to put you in an ankle wrap it's just and he's dumb for not being like well uh they, they step toe. on my toe. <laughs> what are you talking should, about? Should... He's probably over there going. He didn't even hit my foot. <laughs> <laughs> well, he doesn't know the camera guy fucked up. That's uh, true. That's true. But but anyway, uh, three out of ten. Uh, the guy is writing raw. Vin, Vince got to get raw under control. He's got to realize he's writing. They're writing a three-hour show. Yep. And they just got to make it more interesting. We didn't mention a bunch of the uh, in-between stuff. I watched it, and I can't tell you anything yes. that happened. I will be fully, That's how bad I'll and boring it was. I will be prepared for next week's episode of Raw. Okay, like and, I said, I, I just watched this this morning. I had to watch the Hulu version because, you know, that's all I have right now until Cody greatly gave me the, his streaming service. And, yes, I understand that I'm saying Hulu when we won't say the other one, but uh, – you know, I have to explain that as Hulu because if I say, "Oh yeah, I watched it on a streaming service this morning," where they well, Hulu's the only one that you get the edited version. That's so what I'm saying. That makes sense. That's what I'm saying. So, uh, if you're a WWE follower, then you're going to know I'm watching it on Hulu. <laughs> yeah, but it, it just it was a terrible show. I Raw is literally the worst out of the two shows, and they tr- and it's obvious that they're trying so hard to make Raw the yep. better show and. Every time there's a brand split and there's two different shows, Raw is always the worst show. And that was even before there was a three-hour Raw. That's because they overthink it. SmackDown, <laughs> SmackDown has just always been the better show ever since that was a thing. Mm-hmm. And I will die, you know, before anyone tells me different. <laughs> it's just, you can take SmackDown's best wrestlers away and somehow SmackDown's better. Yep. 
But anyway, let's, let's move yep. over to SmackDown uh, because I'm yeah. such a SmackDown, yeah. you know, we're uh, Mark. Let, we're going to let Cody uh, run with Friday Night SmackDown on Fox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in SmackDown Live on Fox. On Fox. And, uh... <laughs> anyway... Uh, the show started off uh, with a uh, promo from Reigns. Uh, uh, you know, he, he came out with Paul. Surprisingly, not with the Uso brother. I don't remember which one it was. They're, they're twins. Jay. I, it's Jay. It's Jay? I believe Jay yeah. I don't know. See, this is the problem because I haven't been watching as much. And Hold even on. then, <laughs> e- even when I was watching, I didn't know which Uso was which anyway. Like, I know one of them's like uh, married to Naomi. I don't know which one it is. But, uh, That's funny. Okay, so <laughs> it's funny you bring that up because as soon as you just said that, I'm typing in which Uso is with Roman, and it pops up and says which Uso is with Naomi. <laughs> Jimmy. Jimmy is with Naomi. So the one that's not there. I so, believe so. And Naomi's not even on the show either. Like, what happened to Naomi? That's just a little tangent because I brought this up. Yep, so I was she like, injured too? Jay Uso was with that. Uh, or is she trying to start a family? Like, what happened uh, Naomi? Man, I miss Naomi. Currently recovering from an unexpected surgery. Oh damn! Well, get well soon, Naomi. I, mean, I haven't seen you since she like went under a 2019. Hour, she went under a six-hour surgery to remove a massive fibroid that has been causing what? severe anemia, fatigue, abdominal pains, and other issues for the past year and a half. Well, whatever that is, I hope you get better because I kind of miss Naomi. Once they actually let her wrestle in, uh, you know. She she got a lot better, you know, before she got injured. Oh, yeah. But anyway, oh, yeah. you know, I remember Naomi when she originally came around. I'm like, I'm not a fan of her. Yeah, all but, good uh, ones are never fans of anybody's until oh, they get that good match in. I didn't even like Ziggler when he was first on TV, and Ziggler yeah, I mean, is one of my favorite wrestlers. Likes Ferris Squad. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> no, no one, no one likes the Spirit Squad. Uh, yeah, anyway, except for uh, the X. Anyways, continue. <laughs> Roman Reigns came out and cut a promo. Uh, and I have a problem with the promo. It felt too much like a face promo because uh, he's talking about yes. Hey, let, 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 let me finish. Yes. Uh, it, he's talking about being there, you know, and he only missing time because of the pandemic, mm-hmm. you know, because you know of his leukemia and stuff. And the entire time, you know, and he's talking about he would never, you know, worm his way out of a match. You know, he's cutting a promo on you know, Adam Pierce. Yep. I'm like, okay. You're a heel, but you're cut. This is a face promo. You're cutting a face promo, Roman. I understand that you know you were a face since like ever since the first points of the shield. Why are you cutting a face promo? Shouldn't you be cutting a heel promo? But anyway, Adam Pierce comes out and you know he, he verbally assaults him, and uh, yep. Heyman starts laughing, and Adam Pierce is like, uh, "I'll take all this from Roman," which makes a lot of sense. You know, he's bigger than him, can kick his ass. And like, I won't take that from you. And then Heyman <laughs> cuts the weirdest promo as he challenges Adam Pierce to a fight. <laughs> to a match. I'm like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> you got any comments on that, Nick? Uh, uh, <laughs> so, my whole point of watching this promo happen is the reason why Paul Heyman needs to go. I like Paul Heyman, I, but this I is like the Paul worst Heyman. Paul Heyman. Uh, this is the and, worst Paul Heyman interview. Uh, Bischoff are some of the best mouths the WWE has ever had. 
Uh, the problem here is though. There's still is, I can name a better one, both of them, but um, no, no, WWE. I'm, I'm it was saying, he wasn't a WWE guy. I'm saying he wasn't WWE. There, there are some of the best, like you know. There's, oh there's yeah, yeah, of yeah. Others. Uh, but the whole point here is Heyman's here to talk. The reason he was here for Brock is because Brock can't talk. Uh, but, okay, no, Brock. Brock can talk when it's real. Yeah, because the promos he was basically cutting when because UFC is more wrestling than oh, wrestling yeah. is at times. Yeah. The the things he was doing when he was like calling out fighters, like damn son, well, why weren't you doing this when you were in WWE? Just terrible at scripted entertainment. But uh, uh, well, yeah. the whole thing with Heyman being with Roman is because you know Roman's not a good talker. And Actually, I think he's a pretty good talker because that promo was well, yeah, good. It was just gotten, the wrong he's promo. He's gotten better at talking, which is why I don't see why Heyman's still here. Uh, you can talk now. You don't need Heyman. You know, so why yeah. is Heyman still you know out here with you? All he does is he lets Roman talk, and he stands there. Not even joking you, okay? My hand right this here. Is this, my the, hand, this, this is the same dumb shit they did with uh, okay, CM Punk. But, okay, my hand right here. This, this, is, this is Roman Reigns, okay? Okay, I'm Paul Heyman. This is all pa- Paul Heyman does now. <laughs> like that's all he does he doesn't talk he Let, let's like, hope your camera is <laughs> not fucked up because he's licking his lips and whatnot but um but like just I, in I, case I, i'm afraid like he's like taking roman in the back and like putting his thumb in his butthole or something you know like, <laughs> uh, but there's just no point and it, 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 i i hate to see Heyman being a waste of space you know he could be doing better things and he i, I he's kind of hurting roman's heel run yes. a little so i think them. this heel run's been the best shit roman has done it, in it, WWE. It's the best shit, and it's still shit though that's the problem is uh what they don't understand is roman should be walking out here every week saying i don't care who you are i don't care where you've been you come down to this ring, and I will destroy you. I am the head of the table. I am the head of this company. And everybody should be challenging him, and he should be wrecking people and leaving. And he's not. What happens is he gets in the match, he starts wrestling, and then stupid Uso comes out and helps him. He doesn't need to cheat. He's that, the that's... big bad dog of the yard. This is his yard now is what he said after he eliminated the Undertaker. This is his yard. Why is your little chihuahua coming there and humping people's legs? <laughs> like, <laughs> chain the bitch up and leave him in the back room. Come out, wreck people, and leave. Oh, that's great. That's great. Nice little promo you just cut on Uso calling him a chihuahua. But anyway, we're moving on. That was great. Uh, <laughs> s- then Sami Zayn comes out as he's leaving, uh, as Roman's <laughs> leaving, and he's doing the same fucking stupid conspiracy theory shit. I hate this so much. I uh, love Sami Zayn this before... Was great, though. With the side changes. <laughs> oh, this was the best version of the, the conspiracy theory stuff, but I hate it so Not much. Not my IC champion. But he he comes out and he bar- he, uh, he uh, handcuffs himself to the barricade. And, uh, you know, he's just like, I've been screwed. There's a conspiracy that gets me and the, with this normal <laughs> shtick. And, you know, he's there, and Asuka and Flair come out for their match versus uh, the Riot Squad, which I didn't know that uh, they were doing the thing where, uh, I guess, uh, the women's tag team are allowed to be on both uh, shows or something. And I'm like, oh, the women tag team title. Has that been relevant, by the way? Because I remember when I was last watching it, Uh, that title literally had no meaning. Not really, no. Not to my acknowledgement. So it still has no meaning. uh, Okay, got it. I'm going to be real with you guys. Uh, so I'm watching SmackDown, and uh, the Riot Squad came out. I generally got excited because I love the uh, first edition of the Riot Squad. Um, oh, Ruby Riot and um, who's the other chick? 
Because Billy Kay is the one, the annoying one. It's Mandy Moore, isn't it? Probably. See, now you have me questioning myself because they haven't been together. See, in I, so I just long. wrote, I just, I just wrote Riot Squad. <laughs> I just wrote Riot, Riot Squad with Billy Kay. But anyway, as he's looking this up, uh, they just have pretty much a basic match. Uh, one thing I, I, I still didn't like. And this is a production thing with WWE is them cutting away from the action to Sami Zayn with his conspiracy theory thing. If you want to show them during the entrances, that's fine. You want to show them when they're going back, you know, from the, the after Lynn the matches, Morgan. that's fine. But okay, that's what. So yeah, okay. and then Sarah Logan needs to be a part of it. Yeah, and uh, it's just his weird thing where they're showing his stupid protest, you know, conspiracy theory thing during the match. I didn't like that. I'm like. Yeah, it's not the greatest match in the world. It's just a basic match, which I'm not expecting great matches for Raw and SmackDown. I'm expecting you to sell me on if I have the network buying the network, you know, or you know, just like you used to have to sell the pay-per-view. You're selling the network. You want people to get the network to watch your pay-per-view. Yep. Raw and SmackDown are advertisements. They've always happened. That's wrestling. I don't need the greatest match of all time. If I get it, fuck yay. But, uh, so the match overall didn't really matter as long as it's not terrible. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, Billy Kay, uh, screwed the Riot Squad again. Uh, I don't know how he, Nick feels about this. I'm, I'm, I, I don't I'm, like I'm, the storyline. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop you right here. Uh, we keep calling it the Riot Squad. Uh, I understand, like, the two of the three members are back together, and now they have her in there. Uh, that's just what they're calling them, so I'm calling them the Riot Squad. I know, squad. but it isn't the Riot Squad. The Riot Squad hasn't been the Riot Squad since they all split up. Um... I would love to have the original Riot Squad back together. Like I said, I'd love the first edition of them. Um, and then uh, the uh, girl that's with them, she was part of the Iconics, wasn't she? Billy Kay, I think yeah, she was. with Peyton Royce. I think she was. Yeah, yeah with Peyton uh, Royce. That, you liked the Iconics. I wasn't the biggest fan, but m- maybe those. I love uh, the yeah. Iconics, dude. Uh, I call them the Iconics. The Iconics, sorry. Uh, then, I, see, again, I wasn't watching as much when they were around anyway because – I don't know what I it was did. about them, dude, but, like, they just, they clicked. You know, it was one of those tag teams, like, where they come out there and, like, you, like, at first kind of, like, I don't know, like, this tag team might just be a stupid tag team. And, uh, you know, they ironically became iconic. Like, now when I see them wrestling apart from each other, I'm, I'm sitting over here like, ah, I feel so, so dirty watching this. Like, <laughs> no, you guys need to be a tag team. I think they should have held on to the tag team champions to, uh, for a while. I don't think the tag team champions have been relevant since they lost them. And I understand people are going to say, oh, you know, they fought their way out of so many matches and ran and hid and ran and hid. Uh, I don't blame them for that. I blame their them for heels. Uh, I think they should have gave them a legit title, a title run and let them beat some tag teams. To no, I was, I was fine with that. They're, they're no, heels. Exactly. I just, I think they did their job too yeah. well and I legitimately got annoyed by them. Uh, so that's why I, I didn't like him. I will comment on Peyton Royce, though. Uh, look, girl, uh, you're beautiful, and you know, I love you to death, but I, we got to talk about your sprinkles on freaking bread. Uh, I have no idea what you're talking about, honestly. She posted a video a few weeks ago. Uh, oh, you're the social media guy. I'm, yes. Of course I wouldn't fucking know this. Uh, yeah, she posted <laughs> a video on social media. of uh, her making a treat that apparently she did since little, and I'm not criticizing, you know, uh, I have yet to try it. I don't know if I'm going to try it because it doesn't sound good I don't think you head. can. Use um, it sprinkles. I don't think you're allowed to eat that, right? Uh, I mean, 
it's proportionable. You, uh, you're, you're just gonna say fuck that. I'll do what I want. <laughs> I know that's what you're basically saying. Exactly. Like, so, uh, you know, Payton, you know, here's what I'll do. Uh, on next week's episode, uh, we're gonna try it out. <laughs> I'll make it. We're gonna put. We're gonna get some bread. We're gonna get some sprinkles. We're gonna make this little treat of yours. And I'm gonna try it out. I won't bash, you know, on it saying it was disgusting because I haven't tried it. It might taste delicious, but uh, definitely weird, girl. Definitely weird. Okay, that's a nice little tangent. <laughs> um, do you have any opinion on the the Billy K screwing over the White Ride Squad though? Uh, I don't know. I, I like. What do you think about the storyline? I don't like it. I, they're trying to tag. They're, they're trying to tag team two different tag team, you know, people up, and it just doesn't work. You know, uh, she's made for the Iconics. They're made for the Riot Squad. They're, you know, one's the I'm uh, hot and maybe may, maybe the Iconics will uh, come back together. I don't think they will. Uh, it looks like they're pushing Peyton Royce towards herself. Like, uh, well, yeah, I guess. And, yeah, probably. Uh, you know, uh, the other one there, she's just uh, getting lost and screwed. But anyway, uh, this is a kind of. Uh, that this is uh, related. Uh, we go to a backstage segment where Billy Kay gets kicked out of the ride squad. Probably. It, it's left open-ended. It's not official, yep. but I think it is official. So hopefully we'll have less of that, but I'm pretty sure that's supposed to be a storyline where now she'll probably try to fight them, and this is why I think the Iconics might come back together and they'll be like a tag team match or something. I don't know who's on which roster, so it could probably not even be feasible but if the champions are allowed to go to both rosters then shouldn't like tag teams be allowed to be on both rosters anyway even if they're on like two different rosters that, that's, that's a whole different thing anyway daniel bryan comes out and cuts a pretty good promo oh, i'm so proud of daniel he's gotten so much better when it comes to promos um yep. <laughs> we talk about a funny story the amount of shit i've gotten for being a daniel bryan fan and uh, I can understand why some people don't like Daniel Bryan. Uh, nope, nope. Don't even think of that because <laughs> uh, we're gonna we're not gonna name names here. But uh, uh, there's somebody very close to me that Cody knows uh, who, for the last few years, has done nothing but drag on Daniel Bryan. Just, I can understand. Now, that. hold I on. Understand. I'm gonna tell you this. Like well, said, you sort of have too. You sort of have too. Yeah, at least earlier I, I, on. No, no, no. I've dragged on his character. Not his wrestling style. I'll always say he's a good wrestler, he's, he's, but oh, his characters have sucked. Most of them. Yeah, There's yeah, been yeah. some good ones, but uh, I'm going to tell you this because you yeah. know who I'm talking about. Uh, yeah. But this person admitted this morning that they are starting to really like Daniel Bryan. Oh, that makes me so happy. Yes. Tell him I'm so happy. <laughs> anyway, so uh, anyway. Yeah, continue. <laughs> Daniel Bryan came out and cut a pretty good promo. Uh, talking about the history of the Rumble and talking about how you know it's it's, it's his important match was good. He's putting on he's uh, selling the the Rumble, which I feel like both shows haven't done as much. Even though they're like having matches to do with it, no one's really selling that this is the fucking Royal Rumble. I know they're all like, but anyway, they're all just like I've qualified for the Royal Rumble. Or I've declared to the Royal yeah. Rumble. But I also have a tangent I want to get in there. Uh, I think actually in a second, uh, because it's also related with this. Maybe. Or maybe it's later on. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would have to look through my notes. It'll be in there when I get to it. But anyway, he also is talking about his career, which is not as long as others. But he's been around since about 2011, 2012. And the one thing he hasn't done, unless you're talking about his indie shit, then he's been around for a long time. He's actually starting to get old. And I'm surprised he's still actually wrestling, uh, even after the whole, like after the injury. And this is why I love him so much. Like, 
after the injury, I thought he was not, he shouldn't have came back. Uh, me and Nick had this conversation because Daniel Bryan's one of my favorite wrestlers. He came back, and this kind of same thing with Edge. I'm like, why is he coming back? Please don't. I don't want one of my favorite wrestlers to um, die or be paralyzed or become the next um, Benoit, who was my favorite wrestler growing up. Uh, but uh, anyway, he's saying the one thing he hasn't done is won a Royal Rumble match, a real Royal Rumble match. Uh, what was I, it, I don't think it. Uh, no, he didn't win Royal Rumble. I know he never. He wasn't in it. Yeah, because he got screwed over, yeah. And then, you know, they had this whole storyline. Yeah. Ugh, 2014 was so good for me. Uh, 2014 was, like, the, the year that got me back into wrestling. Because uh, a little story about me, in 2012, I stopped watching for two years, and 2014 actually got me back into wrestling. So, thank you, 2014, and thank you, Daniel Bryan. But uh, 2018, 2019 killed that in 2020. Just it got me to hate wrestling. We don't talk about 2020. That year doesn't exist. 2019, 2020 kind of made me hate wrestling. Like, it was bad. But don't but worry, anyway, he's in love with it again. Sort of. I'm, I'm getting back there. into it. <laughs> you know, I, I love SmackDown. SmackDown's pretty good. Fair but enough. uh, continue? and NXT, yeah, that's what I'm getting on with. Uh, Cesaro comes out, and oh yes, I'm starting to think they're actually pushing Cesaro. That is hilarious we wanna... because I have a note right here. <laughs> That says Cesaro dash getting a push question mark. Oh my God! We want to talk about. Uh, I don't know when. Uh, we had a, we have a game channel we do, do together. Uh, what well, we used to do together called Friends vs Friend. The first videos on there were wrestling videos, yep. and Cesaro was one of the f- people I was raving about. Even then, I don't know when that was. It was like 2011 or 2013. No. A while back. It would have been 2013, I think. Late 2013. Back in our young days. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I was, even then, I was a big Cesaro fan. And honestly, they just haven't used him. And one of the notes I have I here is Cesaro. Well, I honestly, I started to forget he was even there. I thought he got released. So, like, when I saw him the last week when I started watching yeah. again. I'm like, oh, Cesaro's still here. Cool. Because I know he's not in AEW. He, <laughs> or, well, like, but anyway. Because I've seen Sheamus, you know, by himself with, like, McIntyre and Keith Lee. I didn't and, even know they were a tag team. Uh, and I didn't even know he was a tag team with Shinsuke, Shinsuke until last week. I'm like, Cesaro, man, you're kind of the tag team whore. He is. How many tag he teams is. have you had since Tyson Kidd? Uh, Tyson Kidd, uh, him and Sheamus, him and Shinsuke. I want to say him and Dolph tag teamed up at one point. Uh, maybe Don't I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I think he's like the tag team whore or something. Like, like Big Show. Big Show's been in so many tag teams, it's not even funny. But anyway, this is another tangent. But uh, Cesaro comes out and uh, he starts cutting his promo. Funniest part: the only thing that makes this Sami Zayn thing funny is he literally acknowledges uh, Sammy and he's like, "Oh, I can." He starts, you know, talking about how he can speak five languages, and he starts speaking in French. And obviously, Sammy uh, is from Canada, and uh, he goes to act like he's gonna give him the mic to speak in French. He's like, "No one cares what you think, uh, <laughs> what you have to say." I literally started dying and laughing out loud, like I could not stop laughing. And I'm like, "Okay, my love for Cesaro is still around." <laughs> He he's got the, the he has the it factor. You can't tell me he doesn't. Uh, him and, and uh, he comes him up. Him and Ziggler put on a good match. 
Uh, yeah, that's a little bit later. But yeah, and I actually think I wrote down it was a good short match. Uh, but uh, a little later. <laughs> but anyway, he comes out and he runs. He talks about a. Uh... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying to read this while now I'm laughing because what you're saying. Uh, he cuts out a, a good promo on Danny Bryan talking about how he beat him, and then Danny Bryan challenges him to a fight, and. Uh... Daniel's not in wrestling gear, and he's like, uh, no, I beat you last week. You're not even dressed for the occasion. I'm not going to wrestle you. And he's like, I'm, at, I'm issuing an open challenge. Daniel, uh, Daniel Bryan, well, Dolph Ziggler comes out, and he, uh, he's like, I'm, he's going to answer the challenge. He, he tells uh, Daniel that it's not 2014 anymore. I'm a Daniel Bryan fan, but I fucking, I ooed. I'm like, oh, Dolph, that is a great, like, whoever wrote that for him, unless like, Dolph has one, he's one of the few people maybe might would have, uh, I can see that. like, carte blanche to just doing. But, uh, you know, he answers the open challenge, and in terms of these promos, Cesaro, one thing that's definitely improved since when I was a fan of him then till now, he has gotten a lot better at speaking. Because, uh, you know, he speaks five languages. So the fact that English would be a little bit hard to do a coherent, you know, promo back yeah. in the day made sense. I'm like, he has no issues now. That's why, like, that's that, why Cesaro is still there. He's the translator for WWE. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Cesaro and Dolph have a match. And I don't have a bunch of, like, spots but I do have one like spot uh, in the match that was like kind of cool. They had a spot where they were trading reversals, yep. and it was just the, it was the pure, pure like technical. The technical side of the match was absolutely great, and uh, it's like, and that makes sense because that's what that's what the way Cesaro is as yep. a wrestler. He's a technical guy, and so is Dolph, really. Yep. And I'm happy and, they got to show that off because here and, in the last few years, Dolph has not gotten a nice nice side of WWE. Same as Cesaro, was, but, but but what's the fun thing? Funny thing is, uh, Dolph saying it's not 2014 to Daniel Bryan. At the same time, I'm like, you know, you haven't been relevant since that one year you won like the Survivor Series like tag team, mm-hmm. and it looked like you were getting pushed to the main like to the top when you were feuding with the Authority, which was probably 2014 as well. So it just made me laugh because I'm like, you haven't really been relevant since 2014 either, Dolph, and I love you, but uh. Dan- anyway, Daniel they- didn't say that, so it doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, what, what's your thoughts on the promo and the match? I, I know I was talking a bunch there. Uh, I like the promo. The whole thing with uh, Sammy sitting outside and just waving signs cracked me up through the whole show. Uh, <laughs> I'm happy that Cesaro got to come out and actually do something. You know? uh, oh, yes. I'm like, oh my god, they're actually using it. I know, like, I was watching it, and, like, when he came out, I was like, when did he get back? <laughs> Apparently he's never <laughs> left, but uh, I'm I'm a Ziggler fan. I I would have to dig out my Ziggler shirt, you know, to show off. Uh, maybe I can find that and we'll show that off next week. But I am a Ziggler fan, have been for years. Uh, so watching that match, I like both the wrestlers. I think they put on a great match. Um, I is it's giving me hope for either of those two to get a push, and I just I don't believe the WWE will do it. You know, fair enough. I uh, fair enough. They're just two guys that uh, I would love to see get a push, but uh, Ziggler's had his little bit of a push, and then I, he dropped them. That's why Cesaro I'm never Cesaro get. to at least get his. Like Ziggler had a push. It wasn't a great push, but he's had one. Uh, I think Cesaro was going to get a push with Tyson Kidd, and then you know Samoa Joe decided to. Oh change my that. god, that was 
man, he ruined what was going to be my favorite tag team of all time, yep. probably. Cesaro and Tyson Kidd was by far my favorite tag team yes, since were, I was a kid. I want to say they're my favorite, but they they were definitely one of the one of the better ones. And, in the and, last the, few years. and if we want to talk about this modern era, they were by far my favorite during the time and even till now because the tag team division is shit on both ro- rosters. I don't know of any good tag teams uh, in my opinion. I mean, I'm not saying there's not good tag teams. It's just they're not doing anything good with them. That's um, another thing. I feel like they just don't use tag teams anymore. They don't. Uh, the announcement that they are moving the tag team division mainly to 205 Live along with the Cruiserweight. Um, I don't even watch the sh- <laughs> Their claim, and this is their claim, is to revive what the tag team you know, division used to be. And By... if the Cruiserweight division has proven anything for 205 Live, that's where you go to die. I was about to say, like, what, you're going to put them on the show that no one watches? So, uh, like, from now, what I read online, and like I said, this is all speculation. There's no uh, there's no a definite thing of WWE saying, hey, this is what we're doing. Uh, the rumor of it is, is they're not taking the tag team divisions off of the main rosters. They're using 205 to bring tag team divisions, like, lesser known people up as tag teams, and then shoot them over to the main rosters. Kind of like an NXT for tag team divisions. I don't know. This just sounds like overcomplicated. I don't understand why Raw <laughs> doesn't have the best tag team division. You have three hours. Shit, the tag exactly. team division should be great on Raw. But uh, anyway, let's move on to... I know you're going to be excited about this. Maybe. I don't know. I found this entire match weird. Sasha versus Reginald. No, look, an in- actual intergender match. Look. Uh, uh, I'll let you talk about because I know you're a big uh, Sasha fan. I am a huge Sasha fan. I absolutely love Sasha. Uh, this is a joke match. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, I thought it was a, a bad match. match. Uh, I want to say a bad it, match. It, I think it was a bad match, honestly. It's not like it's Sasha's it's fault. A joke match. And I wouldn't even it call it Reginald's. Yeah, Reginald's a good acrobat. Oh, uh, no, like, uh, like they it, did great in the match, like the moving around and stuff. Uh, it's just, I'm sorry, uh, men and women aren't meant to it's not wrestle a, in WWE. You know, I, it just, it's just, just not what, meant to happen. I think they maybe they could have. Reginald uh, looks like, <laughs> he's so small, I'm not man. saying they couldn't, but this was the big issue I saw when uh, they were promoting this match. Uh... I'm surprised WWE did it on the fact of uh, anybody freaking out about uh, them possibly promoting the uh, the thought of domestic violence being a thing. Um, and I, yeah. I wanted to go yeah. on that. Uh, I it, It's stupid to think of it that way. I don't way. think he actually ever hit her. Uh, no. In this match. No. Um, he just like jumped around and, and did exactly. some, like, some awesome flippy flippies. Like I said, that's why I called it a joke match. Uh, they're not gonna have to actually have them wrestle because of that situation happening. Um, I think it was a nice little like, hey, this is a breather part of the show. You know, go use the bathroom. You know, get something to drink, uh, or just sit here and be able to laugh about it. Um, but to the serious side of it, uh, to uh, what, what what was his name again? Reginald. Reginald. Uh, and fuck you. <laughs> I want to be him. Oh, being manhandled by Sasha? Like, beat me up, attack me, slam me on the ground. Like, <laughs> and like, I, like it, I couldn't even laugh at the match, dude. I was too jealous. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's like slamming I, him This and is exactly. And I'm sitting here going, You know, I, I don't have a note here, but I watched this earlier, and I'm like, 
Man, Nick's gonna like talk about this later. This be uh, like, dude, I'm like so jealous, man. Well, like what he's gonna up, mention. Uh, is and this is my opinion. Other people might disagree. Other people might agree. Uh, Sasha Banks and uh, Carmella are the two hottest divas in the WWE right now. And yes, are you talking about? Uh, nah, one of those is right. Who Who do you think? Sasha, uh, let's see. I don't think Carmella is one of the hottest, but she's not ugly. Who do you think's hotter than Carmella besides Sasha? Uh, I don't know, but nah, just nah. You can't, you can't tell me that she's not, and then not produce another diva. I, I don't think they're allowed to call them divas anymore. Uh, Sorry. Uh, <laughs> wrestler women superstars w- women superstars. oh no you're 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 not you're not allowed to call them super uh, wrestlers you know because vince doesn't like the word wrestler they, they wrestle in a wrestling ring but they're not allowed to be called wrestlers <clears throat> they they're are superstars. the two hottest scripted entertainment performers in the wwe that's even right worse now. that that's a that's a pure vince <laughs> thing there but uh uh man i don't know the entire female roster off the top so okay I don't like the Southern Bell thing, but no, 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 no. Uh, I will explain that right there. Uh, Lacey is definitely up there in some of the hottest women. I, I in like WWE, Lacey a lot more than Carmella. No, 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 no. There is a difference, and when I say, but hottest. I also think she could hurt me, so it kind of exactly. freaks me out. And I'll explain this to everybody, anybody who's watching. When I say I'm pretty that sure they could both Carmella hurt me. <laughs> and Sasha are the hottest women in the WWE to me right now. When I look at that, I'm talking in terms of like the beauty walk down the aisle for supermodel type of hot. Uh, Lacey is on a completely different bracket because one, she's super hot, and two, uh, she can probably kill me with her pinky, and that does things to my body that I cannot explain because of the uh, <laughs> uh, the rules and stuff and on YouTube. I, I I could go into some bad I'm pretty bad sure we've things. already broken some of those already. Uh, but uh, anyway. But no, I'm not I'm not I'm not defining them as like, oh, you know, uh, as objects. I'm talking like if if you took all of the women of the WWE said, Hey, go get dressed up as supermodels, do your walks, I'm sorry, nobody's touching Sasha and and Carmella. Sasha's but I I think really it's just Sasha. Sasha's in her own fucking uh. she's in her own this hemisphere it's obvious sasha she's, she, she i know you're probably never gonna see this or never gonna watch this it's probably a good thing if she doesn't but if you ever do watch this i love you and not in a creepy <laughs> way. this is obviously really creepy uh, no as in a fan way i think you are a spectacular wrestler i think you're a great person outside of the ring um you know you you inspire a lot of younger women to uh to come out of the you know, the bracket of you know sticking to their roles, you know, uh, there's a lot of people that you know. Sasha got a lot of shit when she was like newer to wrestling. You know, there's a lot of people dogging on her, saying that she'd never make it. And look at you now, baby, you're on the top, boss. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's just about anyone who gets in the wrestling business. Yeah, Wrestling's I mean, just uh, not, like... there's a lot of them that get shit on. I mean, there's some that stick out. You know. Uh, there's a crap ton of them. Uh, Bailey had a lot of haters. How? I mean, I remember <laughs> when I. Uh, I'm pretty sure you were one of those haters no, at no, one no, point. No, 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 like, no, 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 no. Uh, once again, just like Daniel Bryant, I did not hate Bailey. I did not think she was a bad wrestler. Her gimmick was uh, ass, and her <laughs> cutting her hair and coming out there and 
commencing to stabbing the shit of their wacky wavy inflatable arm in was the greatest thing. It was they the best thing. I, it was is the Anyways, best thing. Uh, ever sorry, me. Sasha, Carmilla, you, your guys' beauty has gotten me off track. Uh, anyway, yeah. But yeah, like I said, I, I think it's a joke match, and I understand it's a joke match. That's why I won't crack on it. Uh, it was a good laugh. I'm happy they did it, and I'm excited to see their next match at the Royal Rumble. Okay, moving on to another backstage segment with Roman Reigns and Heyman. And I thought this was actually a pretty interesting promo uh, segment, whatever you want to call it. Reigns uh, was was talking to Heyman, saying he he wanted him to (laughs) rip him to shreds on the mic. I want to, not I want challenging. to kill him with your mic skills, bro, not your muscles. Like, <laughs> and he's like, not challenge him to a match. And he's not, that was the, well, now you have to fucking fight him. That was you, the like, biggest bitch move of Roman I could ever see. He's like, now you have to be a man and handle your business. And it's like, well, it cracked me you up. kind of implied that you wanted him to challenge him to a yeah, fight. Well, and I'm pretty it, sure it, that. It cracked me up because, like, the last couple weeks, he's like, he's been like, yeah, come on, Adam Pierce. I'm going to kick your ass to War Rumble. You're facing me. And then when, like, when Paul gets, you know, Pierce into the fact of, like, hey, we're going to wrestle, Roman's like, nah, dog, this is your fight. I'm out of here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You're just kind of like, but you you were just striping about him not facing you and you having to face, you know, other people. And why wouldn't you take this opportunity? Anyway. Moving on to the next segment, Big E versus Cruz, and what was a pretty good match and a great ending. I, it, you may like that. Maybe that I just have a hatred for this two gimmick. Two of the greatest kicks I've ever seen in my life. Oh, the hell of a kicks! But anyway, Sammy in the midst of the match uncuffs himself, yep. which I honestly didn't see that coming. But I guess I should have because he's you know got screwed over for the IC title. Anyway, uh. As they're having a very good match, I'm like, oh, Apollo Crews is finally getting reused right as well. I'm like, he he, he went from someone to look like it was going to be something to being nothing. Yep. And then they're like, okay, they're really going to use him now. I'm like, I'm pretty happy about this. And they're having a great match. And I'm just glad Big E is a singles competitor finally. I see one of two things coming out of this. Uh, either but gonna... anyway, Sami Zayn came out and hell of a click kicked him. Yeah. And, you know, it's obviously going to uh, be a triple exactly. threat. Exactly. That's what I was going to say is I see... Uh, them either doing the triple threat or, you know, them just ignoring Sammy and, you know, continuing with their match next week. Nah. Well, they're going to they're gonna ignore him, but somehow he'll end up in a triple threat. He'll, they'll probably have a rematch next week because WWE loves the rematches, apparently. And, and this is one thing I hate about WWE yep, so and much. And Sammy Zayn will interfere again. Well, okay. I, I like rematches when they make sense. I don't like rematches on TV, yep. normal TV. If you're having a rematch at the next pay-per-view, so be it. The whole point of the pay-per-view is you're supposed to like handle your business yep. on the, the, the big stage. Not, oh, we're going to wrestle like three times before the pay-per-view. And, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll trade some wins and there'll be like a disqualification in there. And then we'll, we'll prove it at the pay-per-view. But then we'll do this again leading up to the next pay-per-view. But anyway, I went on a little tangent. Uh, moving on to uh, a weird segment, but I guess it, it helps the, the ending of the show. KO does a promo from his car. Maybe this was recorded and posted on, on social media on, before. Hold on. Wait, was this after or before? I want to talk about the ding dong. That's way after. Is it? Okay. Well, not way after. There's another segment okay, in between yeah, go that. Go ahead. Go ahead. I just want to make Are sure. You ta- you're talking about Bailey, uh, yeah, right? I just want to make sure we're not skipping the ding dong. 
No, no. That's on uh, my last play, okay. page. Uh, we're almost done with, with my first piece of paper. This is about to go bye-bye after this. Uh, KO does a promo from the car about not being allowed at the show because Roman you know, apparently pulled some strings. Yep. And he does a pretty decent promo <laughs> about how he hasn't beat him, that you know his, his lackeys yeah. have beaten him. And then... How his tattoos have like a meaning, and the, like the, the the letters on his uh, hands or you know initials, it was overdone. It it got it should have been shorter. And, uh, and I want to I want to call something out after you're done explaining this, but go ahead. Uh, he, it's, it's like there's some initials on his fingers. They're supposed to be like his his family, and you know wishing he would have you know gotten the WWE sooner so they could have seen it. Yada yada yada. They're obviously trying to make him a baby face. Yeah. He's already a baby face. I thought they were going to go for more of a stone cold baby face cuz you know they gave him the stunner and stone cold's fine with that. He's even giving him tips on how to do it better and I think he's getting better and better every time he does it. Right. But uh anyway, he he cuts that promo and I think it's an okay promo. It's a little long honestly for a car promo. Out. I felt like I was watching Randy talk about burning his face again. Yeah, but anyway, we'll let Nick talk about it. Uh, and there goes uh, page number one. So, for my... I, I, this is going to be fast, but uh, you're telling me, okay, that Roman pulled strings to get you not allowed at the show. But Roman can't pull strings to get you not in the Royal Rumble and Adam Pierce back in at the Royal Rumble. That one makes a little bit more sense, in my opinion, because he can be like, oh, "Okay, security guys, don't let him in this in, in, whatever." At least Adam Pierce's management overall, like I don't know, like this is the whole point I have with this, and this is actually gonna factor into uh, the ending actually uh, about management reigns and their powers to do each thing. But yeah. anyway, it, it'll let you talk more if you want to talk more. Well, no, that was basically it of it. Like I said, it was gonna be pretty fast. It's just. I'm watching this the whole time going, you can pull strings to get somebody kicked out and stay out, but you can't pull strings to get what you want. Hmm. Okay. Moving on to an actual backstage segment. The Street Profits did their thing with Sonya Deville wanting to go get their tag team championships. (laughs) I just, I don't know. Like, maybe it's because I haven't really seen them. I wasn't even watching NXT at the time, so... I have no real opinion on Street Profits. If anything, in a lot of ways, they're just a toned-down uh, crime time to me. Yep. And maybe I'm just overreacting, but I don't see anything uh, that I like about them. They haven't just, done They seem hyperactive. To, yeah, that's all they are. They're, hey, we're the New Day without the cool wrestling moves. I, I haven't even watched any of their matches, but... You know, like uh, as of right now, I, my opinion on them, and this is as of right. I know now, they apparently held the title for like two hundred something days or something. something like I'm that. like, but as of right, I now, didn't watch, so of course I didn't see them. A tag team that I think if they don't do anything with at this after this point, uh, they're going to be a laughable tag team. That you know. But get, I, I also have a note here that. about the about the segment. And I wrote just the word cringe. Like the, the segment was just cringy to me. Uh, I just there's just I, I unofficial is cringy to me. Well, that I think that was part of it, but it's it's just the entire thing. I just I don't maybe it's just because I don't relate with how the street profits act, but it just it doesn't seem like something like it's not a face team I would ever root for, you know. And they're not heels either, so it's just. They're just annoying to me. They just bounce around. I, I don't like bounce around people. Like, like I said, they're the New Day without you know going out and showing they can wrestle. Uh, that's the only thing that made New Day likable for me is how good of a wrestler they were. And they actually had some decent promos. You know, 
minus the absurd amount of hip thrusting that Big E likes to do, and he still does that. It's just, dude, <laughs> dude's got a problem. Yeah. <laughs> like, damn, I thought Antonio Brown had a problem and, uh, when it came to uh, football with uh, do, the, the twerking and <laughs> thrusting for his uh, celebrations. <laughs> but He won't be doing that this Sunday. I, I, <laughs> Apparently they're injured, but anyway, I, I'm going off on a tangent. I don't get it. If other people like it, and you want to tell me what you like about it, go ahead because yeah. I yeah. I need someone to explain this to me. Uh, Maybe I'm just out of touch. I don't like anything about it, and like, I'm not even that old. Uh, I'm not I'm only 25, and I feel like an old man that doesn't get it. Don't get me wrong; they've made me laugh. They've had good segments uh, before this, but the whole Sonny Deville being an official uh, that was stupid. Um, just the whole thing overall. I didn't see a point to it. It led nowhere. I don't think it's going to lead anywhere. Uh, I think they were just trying to fill some airtime. That's exactly what I think they were doing. Next, since it seems like you were excited for this, even though I have actually, this is the segment that has the most notes for me because I also love this segment. I'll let you run off with it. What? what? It's the Bailey. It's the (laughs) Bailey segment. uh, I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you run with this whole ordeal. Uh, I am. Um, I'm gonna let you run with it. You go ahead and run with it, uh, because I have some things uh, along with this and other uh, what I would call talk shows. But uh, I'll let you run with this, and I'll, I'll feed off my main point once you get to it. Anyway, Bailey and Bon uh, Bianca Belair's obstacle course is the next segment, and uh, they come out. She explains the whole course. You know what they're doing. Uh. Original. Uh, it's supposed to be like uh, some agility thing on on the first that, uh, that, part. That, 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 you you got to remember what they called it. I don't remember what they it's called gonna it. It's going to be. It's better than America Ninja Warrior. Oh, oh well, yeah, that's what they called it. She she called it. It's like I I just like this is the perfect heel thing. Bailey's a way better heel, which is surprising. Uh, but. What was I saying? Uh, sorry, sorry. Okay, she's uh, showing off the entire course. There's the agility thing, then there's the jumping over walls, and then there's the carrying uh, Chad Gable. Chad Gable. Yep. I, mean, I miss him and Jason Jordan being a tag team. They were much better as a tag team. Them as singles guy. I think Jason Jordan's still injured. Uh, he's been injured for a long time. Uh, and then the last thing is like making a basket. Which I guess that's something. I don't know if that has to do with an obstacle course, but putting the ball in a hoop, okay. Anyway, Bailey doesn't run. Uh, it, she just does it like perfectly as a heel. Who's you know like, she's like taking her time and she's like being weird. It's it's great. I was laughing. She's just she's just you know, doing the perfect heel thing. She finishes in uh, a minute and twelve seconds. Uh, after that, Bailey cuts this promo <laughs> saying. Though that, that she's so good that she's that she basically changes the course to make it harder. Course. Yeah, this is she's like this is your obstacle course. It, there's uh, there's hurdles that replace the agility yep. first part because you know hurdles are gonna be harder than the the because yep. it's it's like a basic like football agility drill was the first mm-hmm. thing they, they use this for football practices, but um, they they replace it with hurdles and she. Beyond Bianca Belair before she became a wrestler was like a track star. Uh, yes, uh, in so, high school, uh, she. All, all, I think she's an all American. Yeah, uh, or she, something. Take it this way, and this is how I explain or it. College or high school? Uh, she's basically a uh, woman, Kurt Angle. With, uh, just not without wrestling. Without the broken freaking neck. 
it's, it's not wrestling related, but yeah, yeah. she's. But anyway, well, uh, when I say she's just uh, woman Kurt Angle, I mean like uh, she went out and did a lot of the athletic things and was like the best in her, you know. Oh, her class. I, I forgot the first. I forgot the first part of the obstacle course. They're supposed to flip a uh, a tire, a four hundred pound tire. I highly doubt it was four hundred pounds, but. You know, even if it was, I wouldn't be surprised if they could flip it. That tire flips are like they're hard, but they're not the hardest thing in the world. Is, but anyway, I, I'm getting off track. Uh, Bianca starts. She flips the tire way faster than Bailey does it. Like I highly doubt it was 400 pounds. But then again, we'll get to this later. If it was, I wouldn't be surprised that she flipped it faster. She heard, she does the hurdles no problem. Like she just zooms through that. She zooms over the little walls that they're supposed to be like jumping over and climbing over. Gets to the third part, which is supposed to be like carrying Chad Gable, and then that got changed. And Chad, it's not Chad Gable. She has to carry Otis. Yeah, Otis comes. She out. has to carry fat ass Otis in a fireman carry. I'm like, uh, I don't think she's not China or uh, 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 Beth Phoenix. No, she's stronger than them. <laughs> she fireman carries Otis. I literally almost shit my pants. Was, like I put this in, and then she does an awesome, you know, good old, uh, you know, Jordan dunk. Well, no, no, not after. That's after she, you know, she taunts Bailey, and she still has like thirty seconds. She's taunting Bailey, like, hey, you know, play some defense. She, she breaks his. She, 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 quote unquote, breaks her angles. It, it's not the best, you know. You know, like juke move, like ankle breaker type deal I've ever seen. Uh, um, crossover is what I'm looking for. Nice not the biggest basketball to make person. you laugh, but not make you hate the show. But then she goes for a dunk, and I'm, I'm like, this was actually surprisingly not terrible. That I have this in my notes. Surprisingly not a terrible segment. And uh, Bailey attacks her afterwards, and it's like, oh, she does the heel thing. Anyway. I'll let Nick uh, talk. So, I was I just I love yeah, that. Before we continue on to anything else, uh, there's two things I want to talk about here. Uh, one, uh, th- this this little segment has proven why it is dumb for Bianca to wrestle with her hair down. This woman ties her hair up, and if I'm telling you, if you've never seen her wrestle before and you saw the segment, you would not believe her hair is as long as it is. She ties it up, and it's all up in a bun and everything, dude, and it's gone. Like there's nothing there, and it made me like look at it and go. Why don't you do that in your all your matches so people can't attack or stomp on your, your hair? You mean to pull your hair? Yeah. Um, upon from that, and yes, I include this little show, whatever you want to call it, Bailey show, uh, in with talk shows, but uh, talk shows need to go. Oh, I thought we were going to use this if we decided to do another episode. Uh, the things that need to disappear. Uh, uh, no, no, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm not. I'm, we're not going to go into well, this. It'll still be in there. Yeah, but we, yeah, we, talk we shows. Still do have need an to. episode of this later. Uh, but yeah, uh, it was a good segment because they did something rather than sit in the ring and yeah talk until somebody interrupted or they attacked each other. But yeah, uh, it, talk shows are terrible. It just proves that they need to evolve what they do with talk shows. Instead of it being a talk show, they need to do dumb shit like they did with this. Yeah, it was a good laugh. It was a nice little segment. And by the end of it, it didn't make you feel like you just sat there for the last twenty minutes watching. You know, in my shit. opinion. Everyone's just been trying to copy Roddy Piper's thing from you know the eighties. Uh, I think that's the eighties. Yeah, the uh, the his Piper show's fit. not They've bad been... when there's only one. When you're having you know six different wrestlers yeah. in a show come out for a talk I'm... show. 
it's not just that. She's not the only one with the talk show on WWE TV now. Bailey's not the only one. I think uh, technically Oscar's Playgrounds one, you know, and there's other ones. It's like you mean Alexa? What's the... Yeah, there's I, that. Oscar, there's Biz that. TV. There's the Dirt Sheet now. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, it's like, uh, we're, we're not going to dive into this, like I said, because we're, yeah, <laughs> we yeah, can yeah. go on we're, forever. We're going to save that probably for another yeah. episode. Anyways, uh, what's next on your list? Uh, Ray and Dom, uh, Mysterio, uh, are backstage talking. Oh. Uh, I just Ray watched this is... and I completely forgot they were on there. <laughs> Nick doesn't like Ray Mysterio. Anyway. Uh, Anymore. You probably shouldn't get into that because just about everyone disagrees with you, except for me. No, no, no. I'm not talking about uh, that. I'm talking about uh, Ray Mysterio from, you know, 15 years ago versus now. Oh, but he's, he's Wrestling old. Wrestling-wise. I'm I, not even getting into the Eddie stuff. Anyways. Yeah. But uh, they have a segment Ray's being like, oh, he got to be all cautious. And Dominic's being the young, uh, brash person. Like, I can do this. You know, I- I'm confident in my ability. Yeah, yeah, I'm not good at God. It's... hurt my knee. <laughs> it, it's it's okay i guess i don't know i'm i'm not looking forward to it uh dom uh, dominic mysterio and corbin have their match i don't call him king corbin because i uh corbin carried that match uh, and that's I, oh, no, saying I, a lot. I, was, I was i was gonna get to i don't hate king uh, uh baron corbin i just hate everything they've done with him yeah i know he can do more but he has the most protected finisher in WWE because I'm pretty sure no one's ever kicked out of him today's. So good on him for protecting the coolest finisher in the and I almost called it the NFL, the uh, <laughs> the WWE. He has the coolest finisher in WWE, in my opinion. Like end end of days is the best finisher in WWE right now. But uh, that that's my opinion. They they have a short match. Dom gets you know the typical small guy you know offense in, and then Corbin beats the crap out of him. He loses. It it's a forgettable match. Honestly, they're just setting up for you know the eventual rift between him, Dom, and his dad. They'll have their match at WrestleMania because you know Ray's always wanted to wrestle his son. That's why he's still wrestling, even though he shouldn't be. I'm not into it because I, I can feel that it's so forced because they're you know trying to. Happen. They're, they're they're trying to appease Ray's you know wishes and it's just like well it's because he's not on if contract. you're gonna do well he is on contract he, he has an open like, contract he's not trying to be there he can leave whenever he wants he's not going to he wants to wrestle his well, son he wants to, on well, the big that's the point the of it show. is you know if Ray screws over WWE they'll just drop his kid they're probably gonna do that anyway after their match at WrestleMania I'm calling it now like we're we're months away from doing our WrestleMania predictions. I'm already predicting one of the matches on the card. They're going to have their match. Uh, of course, Dom's going to beat his dad. And then they're going to have their huggy-huggy session after going, you're going to be a good wrestler. You're going to be just like me. And then Dom's going to hit him afterwards, and I'm going to laugh. That would be great. <laughs> but, uh, because it would be funny for him to be like a small little heel Mysterio. But anyway, uh, I just have no real opinions on it. It's just another filler match, because we're just trying to get them to WrestleMania for that feud. So, I, I already know what's happening. I feel like I've seen this a mile away, so it's probably why I don't care. Uh, moving on to the end of the show, to the main event. Heyman versus Adam Pierce. So, Pierce comes out, and then Heyman comes out, and then he does this weird thing, acts like he gets injured. He's, he's they're, they're doing the thing that Adam Pierce did last week, and, you know, he says, uh, you know, card subject to change, mocking Adam Pierce. And, you know, 
Reigns comes now, out. On, it's like, oh, he's going to replace him. Oh, hold on. Uh, uh, oh. Uh, before you get to the Reigns part, uh, I did what? I'm not getting to the Reigns part yet. I'm, I'm actually going to talk about uh, this kind of relating back to the KO thing. Okay, no, that's fine. But I just want to say this before I forget it and we lose it here. Uh, while Heyman is out here on the side of the ring claiming injury to himself, uh, Pierce throws off a line that says, we really going to do this? <laughs> and I'm sitting here this whole time going, you just did this last week. So just, it, we really so, going to do this? <laughs> at least last week it sort of made sense. He's management. Yeah. So if he wants to replace someone in his match, so be it. But how the fuck can Paul Heyman choose who he wants to replace him in his match? Last second, Adam Pierce is still management. Shouldn't it be his choice or Sonya Deville's choice? Who replaces Paul Heyman in their match? <laughs> you would think that. What? Why does Roman get to choose who is in this match? He's not management. Like I don't understand what they're doing here. Like, oh, I don't even know if this was intentionally because the way they were talking earlier, it's like, oh, Reigns wants you to go handle your business. Why did he only come out because Paul injured himself? And he's like, right. oh, okay, I got to clean up this mess. I don't want to be insulted even more. But even then, Adam Pierce's management, why is he accepting this I match? He's trying to get out of this match out. in the first What? I Who? thought Jay Uso was going to come out. That would have been better. Or maybe. I don't know. No, because I, I actually like the way this actually turned out afterwards. But from a storytelling aspect, it made no sense for the match to even happen. Like, why are it you never letting, happened. You, the what? Don't ever run. What? <laughs> it wasn't a match. <laughs> Reigns and Pierce. Uh, I, I still put verses. Reigns comes out and kicks his ass. Like, straight up fucking beats the yeah, shit out of him, drags him like to the stage. Hit. Did he? I don't remember <laughs> actually ever hitting him. I believe so. I don't think he actually ever yeah, hit him. If he yeah, did, yeah, it might have. Uh, uh, when Roman went to grab the stairs, he hit, uh, he hit <laughs> Roman, and Roman commenced to. Uh, Awkwardly doing this, uh, where like he was gonna spin around and throw him into the wall, but he went the wrong way, so like they went all the way around. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he's dragging him to the stage and then to the uh, the place where the monitors are for the Thunderdome setup, and out comes KO. I guess security's not very good. This is the typical wrestling thing Roman where the babyface comes strings. in. <laughs> <laughs> KO comes out, hits a stunner, and then they go back and forth with a fight. You know, they're they're punching each other. Well, I think the the first stunner came out of that, but they're they're hitting each other, and it actually kind of looked like Reigns was gonna get the better of KO, even though KO was doing the running. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of a heel thing to do. He's still gonna get the better of him, even though he was jumped. But you know, uh, KO hits him with a stunner. People come out, and this is the one thing I actually like that happened because I wish this would happen more. Something happens that's not scheduled. Why isn't people coming from the back to stop the brawl? Like, what? What the hell is happening here? Or, you know, and this is kind of my complaint uh, three weeks ago with... As, uh, you know, Roman's head of the table, we don't mess with Roman. Well, yeah, but no, this kind of, like, three weeks ago, uh, Randy Orton gets flame-balled in the face and no one comes out to fucking help him? No, He just got a fireball... Nothing, like... He just got a and fireball chucked back, at his face. That rolls back to why it was so stupid that they they panned on him for so long with that camera, letting him go. Oh god! Like, oh god! Uh, uh, the fire! The five foot 
uh, female wizard put a fireball in his face and no one's coming out to help Randy. <laughs> but, you know, people actually came down. I'm like, okay, this is good. This makes sense. Hey, he's just lucky it wasn't he... Pakistan. <laughs> <laughs> Pakistan's worse. Way worse. But uh, KO, you know, comes back, keeps hitting him, and then hits him with another stunner. And, you know, it's like, oh, you think it's done? He hit him with two stunners. Nope. KO's like, I'm not done. I'm going to pop up powerbomb you through a table. And, and the entire time I'm thinking, like, damn. As awesome as that was. You're the was, baby face, right? As awesome as that was and as great as that, that was, all that tells me is, is Kevin Owens is going to get destroyed at the Royal Rumble. Now, yeah, like, uh, this is... Are, are you going any further with that? No, uh, you're basically saying what I was going to say, so I'll let you finish it since I, I described what happened. Well, no, no, you can finish. I just have a uh, prediction for the Royal Rumble. Oh, oh, well, no. For that match, just... I mean. Not the Royal Rumble itself, but for the Reigns and oh, yeah. Owens match. There's just This is just the typical thing where all the babyface got the better of the heel and... You know, setting up, you know, well, the more of the Stone Cold style getting over the the, the heel, I should say. Because right. it's obvious they're trying to, because it's more like what Stone Cold would do. It's like, oh, he'd go out and beat the crap out of people, but people mm-hmm. cheered. But uh, anyway, I'll let uh, Nick talk about the segment uh, and about predictions. So not so much about the segment. Uh, my prediction for how the uh, Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens match is going to come out. Um. So, now, I had mentioned this uh, a few weeks back uh, about, you know, of course, you know, Uso's going to, you know, come out and try to help Roman. It's the last standing, no DQ. Uh, I still believe Sami Zayn is coming out to help Owens. And now, mind you... I don't think, I don't see that coming because he's a heel. That's, that's one thing. That is one thing. But the whole big thing with Sami right now is his conspiracy theory on, I'm getting screwed over. Okay. You know who's also getting screwed over? Kevin Owens. He got screwed. Yeah, but at least Kevin Owens actually is getting screwed yes, over. No, that's my point. That's the whole point. That's He's my a baby whole face. Point is, uh, what's what's the biggest way to get your your theory like known, like you getting screwed over? Is for you to ruin the top of that show. He wants to blow the top off. What's the best way to do that? Screw try to screw Roman Reigns out of his title. Are you are you turning him into a wrestling terrorist? Well, no, <laughs> that's a bad word to bring up. <laughs> no, it, that's no, exactly what he's no. doing. I'm gonna ruin uh, the show. I'm gonna ruin this. I'm gonna get my ideolo- ideology no. out here by right, ruining the right. show. Uh, well, I'm gonna say ruin the show. I, would, I mean, people won't think that would be ruining it. But, uh, well, not not fans, but yeah. management. Uh, you know, if they you know. don't do the Sami Zayn way. Uh, the only other thing I could possibly think of on a possible outcome for who would come out and help Kevin Owens, boom, Jimmy Uso. I'd be okay with that, but I think Jimmy's still injured. I think he is too, but he's been out for a while. I knew he had to have surgery. I believe, I believe I also need, on his knee, but think about it. I think it's obvious. If he does come back this year, he's going to beat the shit out of his brother at WrestleMania. I don't know if it's going to be his brother. I think he's going to try to go after Roman because of what he's done to their family. Roman's gonna be in the main event. It's like it, he's gonna he's gonna be defending that title at WrestleMania. Well, no, no, he's not no, I'm not saying until... like WrestleMania talk wise. I'm talking like in general. Uh, I think there will be a feud going to uh, the next month. Not necessarily leading up until WrestleMania. Why? So they can do the same thing they did with uh, Jay? Probably. Ugh. Like I like that feud. 
I actually yeah. I actually liked it quite a bit because I, I went back and watched some of that stuff while I was trying to catch yeah. up to get a general idea of what's been happening, but still not a very good idea, especially with the Raw stuff, because, again, trying to watch three-hour Raws is horrible. Yeah. So but, but that's all I'm going to predict on that. Uh, probably next week we're going to do our – we'll do a full prediction on what we think is going to happen at the Royal Rumble. I believe uh, the Royal Rumble is next is week, Sunday, right? A, it is a week from tomorrow, so eight days. Sunday, away. yeah. So, so we'll see another. If Monday. we don't do that, if we don't do an episode, we might do a. Uh, we might do a small prediction episode that Sunday morning. We'll, we'll figure this out. We we might include it part of the review, or we might do a separate episode. We're gonna have like three videos that week then, because <laughs> we're gonna have that maybe, that and <laughs> we're we're doing one after pay per views. Oh yeah, of course so. you have to do the pay per view reviews. <laughs> but uh, anyway, this has been the inaugural episode of the Raw Smack. <laughs> I can't say this, the Raw Smack Wrestling Podcast. Yep. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed. I really do. Uh, I kind of what's funny is uh, the kind of the inspiration to do this was kind of funny. He doesn't know that I just started watching wrestling again. He comes over, or no, he, he calls me on on Discord, and we start talking. He's like, eh, "You want to uh, start a wrestling podcast?" And I'm like, "Um, I thought about making a YouTube channel and talking about wrestling. I just got back into watching it again, and it worked out perfectly." You know, it, 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 that's what I thought. If, if you're gonna call me literally the the day after I started watching wrestling again. Yeah, there's some cosmic, you know, meant-to-be type deal. So, sure. <coughs> My voice is starting to go out because we've actually been doing this for about an hour and a half. Uh, we are at an hour but, uh, and 34 minutes. And I, what? We are at an hour and 34 say? minutes. I don't know how much of that before we actually started started. Probably only a couple sure. minutes for you. For me, it's probably... My 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 recording's at like an hour and 40-something because there's like 10 minutes of it. All right, uh, well, I'm going to stop Cody from rambling on there. Um, we hope you guys like this podcast. Uh, if you did, you know, leave a comment, like, subscribe, uh, ring that bell for more notifications. Let us know down below in the comments, uh, something you want in the show, something you like, something you didn't dislike. You know, we're always open to, uh, giving, you know, better ideas for the show. So yeah, yeah let us know below and, yeah. uh, thank you for watching the raw smack wrestling podcast. <laughs> He's Nick. And he's Cody. And <laughs> you guys have a good one. We'll and see you next uh, week. yeah, we'll see you next week.